right, y'all, welcome back to me, myself, and episode two. The topic is going to be, drumroll please, coming out. Yes, I'm going to talk a little bit more about my coming out experience, some funny stories, some serious stories about it. Uh, I think it's just very important um, to me, to my healing, to myself, to my spirit, to be able to... um, talk about my coming out experience it's a part of my story it's a part of who I am and I think that it's uh, very important for me to you know make sense of it to myself and I do that by talking so thanks for listening again and I hope you enjoy all right episode two um gonna be about me, myself, and coming out. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk more about my coming out experience. Um, yeah, I guess where would it begin? I guess, yeah, I, I mentioned yesterday that I didn't come out of the closet till I was like 19 or 20. Um, but I guess I can like take it back. Um, yeah, as, as a kid, I was, I didn't, you know how, like, people have those stories where they're like, oh, I knew I was gay when I was, like, six or seven. Like, not to mock them anything, but that's just, like, my different people voice. Um, But, yeah, some people, like, come out when they're, well, like, they know that they're gay from a young age. But, I mean, I didn't know until I was, like, 13, which I feel like is kind of old. But now that I think about it, it's actually pretty young. Um, But, yeah, it wasn't until I was 13. It's actually a funny story. The first time that I like (laughs) had feelings like about a dude or anything like a crush or whatever it was on Chris Evans when he was in the first fantastic like not the first fantastic four but the fantastic four that came out like 2005 so I remember (laughs) I remember like seeing the movie in theaters and like there's that scene where (laughs) where he came out of the shower and he like was wet but his character, like, Johnny Storm was, like, the human torch. So he, like, was able to, like, make himself hot. So the, like, the water on him evaporated and made it him, like, steaming hot. And I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. I remember that moment in the theater. And then I remember I, like, specifically wanted the DVD. And I had the DVD, like, when it came out. So that was when, that was, like, my first experience, like, having, like, a crush on another like, a person of the same sex, um, and that's just so fun, I think that's the funniest story, honestly, because, like, he is still around, like, he is still around, I still see him, but I just, I don't really have a crush on him anymore, like, you know, there's just, like, an awakening, an awakening crush, um, but yeah, so that happened when I was, like, wait, now that I think about it, I think it was, like, 12 or 13, I think it was, like, I was 12, because 2005, Wait, no. Yeah, I was 12 or 13. Okay, I was 12 or 13. Also, something you need to know about me, I guess I should just put this in this podcast, is that sometimes I'm really specific with, like, ages, numbers, years, sometimes things like that, but, um, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm that person that can, like, if you need me to recite, tell you something, I got you. Just text me. I, I should, if, if I remember it, I let you know the date. Um, but yeah, so I remember that happening, um, yeah, I I would even say that even so that was my first time like being like, yes, maybe I maybe I am gay. Yes. Um but that didn't like deter from, you know, people assuming and 
putting judgment on me before I was ready or before I was ready, period. Like ready to come out, ready to accept who I am, ready to accept the life of being a gay person, um, the truths, the harsh realities of it, um, but also like the joy of it. Um, so yeah, I remember, what do I remember? I remember I was in elementary school, probably like fourth or fifth grade. Um, and, um, I remember there are these, these boys and one of them like called me gay. And I remember I told my teacher because, you know, I think that in this culture, when somebody calls you gay, it's derogatory. It's like an insult. And, you know, I, at that age, didn't have any feelings towards guys, girls, any, anybody. I was just living my life, honestly. And so when that happened, it like kind of threw me off guard. And it was the first time that somebody's ever like said that I was gay and like tried to use it as something to make me feel bad about who I was. Um, so I really remember that that stuck in my head. I even remember the kid's name, but you know, I ain't going to do, I ain't going to do that. I'm I'm too old to be putting people on blast like that, especially from something that happened when we were in like fourth grade, like whatever. Um, and then I remember in sixth grade, um, I was in band and I was like, Oh my God, I'd be laughing at my life. My life was funny. Y'all I was in band class, right? In sixth grade, in band, I played the trombone. (laughs) Oh my God, I played the trombone for like a year and it was just terrible. Now that I I can't stop thinking about that fucking trombone. Um, But I remember there was another kid whose name I remember, but I ain't gonna say that shit. Um, He didn't say that I was gay, but he like made, he like said something about like my voice being like a little higher or, you know, just, like, sounding gay, or whatever that means, you know, so I remember that happened, and I just remember just, like, the feeling that overtook my body when we were, like, in the cafeteria in the middle school when he said it, and that feeling has stuck with me for my whole life, it was just a feeling of just, like, I don't know, it was a feeling that really shocked my entire body, because I think it was the moment that I realized that people are watching me and judging me, and because I'm, I'm different, whatever, that's just how I felt. Like, because I'm different, that's bad. Um, so that happened in sixth grade. Um, in seventh grade, I remember there was this other, there was this girl. And first of all, seventh grade was horrendous, okay? Like, just middle school altogether, just a terrible experience. But, I mean, I'm sure everybody can relate to that. Um But, uh, yeah, I remember in seventh grade, there was this girl and she was so tiny and like, she was such a tiny, like sweet little girl, but like she was, she would like constantly every day, like nag me about like being gay, blah, 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 blah. And like, just made me feel really bad about it. Um, also in seventh grade, that's when like, I think people like started to notice that I was like hanging out more with girls and you know, listening to girl music or doing girly things or blah, blah, you know, that shit, that, that shit. Um, so I started getting like, I wouldn't say, I'll say teased. I'll say I was getting teased about it. Um, but I could definitely handle my own. So, you know, 
but I mean, even, even to this day, like words fucking hurt and you know, it was just really obnoxious to experience that as a kid as like a, you know, a like 12, 12 and under years old, just because, um, I don't know. My thing was, is like, I've, I didn't know when I was like being teased. I didn't, I didn't say it to myself that I was gay. I didn't like have a conversation where I was like, yes, I'm gay because I've never had, I never had feelings for like a guy or a girl. Like I said earlier, I was just like kind of doing whatever I wanted to do. And a lot of the things that I was doing was considered feminine or, you know, dancing is considered feminine, I guess, or in, in my world, it was considered feminine. People didn't like it. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like, you know, preteen kid years. Um, and then, so yeah, I was kind of like, after the whole Chris Evans crash, I was just like navigating the world, kind of understanding that I was gay. I definitely had shame in it. Um, cause I, you know, I didn't come out until like six years later, but, um, yeah, I just, I was navigating the world, hiding who I was, not really showing people who I was because, um, now that I'm older, I'm able to understand that it, being gay, being queer is definitely an aspect of who I am because at the end of the day, I have to navigate the world as a queer person and I know the hardships of it. I know the shame. I know the hurt that like comes from it because of a society that hates us and doesn't understand us and, you know, parents that don't know how to raise us and kids that don't know how to talk to us. And it's really hard. And, um, yeah, I had that, I had that shame and, uh, hid away from people. I didn't really have too many close friendships, um, like through high school, um, and until I got to, uh, like the college program that I went into was when I found my like really close friends. Um, and even then I, I wasn't out, I wasn't out then. It was around like I was six, 16, 15, 16, 16 when I went there. Um, Oh my God, maybe I was 17. Okay, maybe I was 17. No, I was 16 turning 17. Okay. And I still wasn't out, you know, still dealing with sh- shit. And um, yeah, you know, people like question, people always assume, people think. Um, but, you know, I wasn't ready. And I think that's where um, a lot of people don't understand it. Um, cause they don't live, the, live an experience like this is, it's more about, especially with my story is that my coming out experience is mine. It has always been mine. Um, I've had a few people in my life who tried to ruin it for me. Um, but I still, I still consider my coming out when I was 19, when I was ready to say it to the world. Um, and that, I mean, that could take me to another topic of, I think I mentioned in my last podcast is coming out, um, like people forcing people to come out or like telling people, telling people's family members that they're gay, which I think is one of the most violent and intrusive things you could ever do to somebody because you never know how their parent is going to react, react to them being gay. Um, cause obviously you can check the fucking news, um, and the archives, anything you want to check. 
there are parents that will kill their kids for being gay. So I have um, very strong feelings about the couple of people that have tried to out me to my family members, um, especially because, um, I mean, not really a big shock. I have homophobic family members and, um, you know, that's, that's a safety issue at that point. And it's not even like a, you're a gay person and you think that it's, you think that you need to out young people because they are gay and, you know, blah, 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 this other shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have strong feelings towards coming out. I think it's a very personal experience. I think, um, everybody's journey is their own. And if you don't respect that, then you can honestly rot in hell. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I feel about coming out. Obviously a little strong. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can I guess I could talk about like when, when I came out when I was 19. So I was working at a Thai restaurant, right? It was like my first job, my first like waiting job, right? So it was like kind of a, it was, it was a deal. Um, and I remember I started, I started having panic attacks at that job and you know, I'm a dramatic ass person. So I'm thinking I'm having a fucking stroke at 19. I'm like, Oh bitch, I'm dying. (laughs) So I like went to the doctor and they were like, no, you're just having a panic attack. I'm like, Oh, panic attack. And I also remember I was suffering panic attacks. This was probably the same year that my little brother was born. Um, so it was like 2012. Um, and I don't know, there's just a very big overwhelming sense that I needed to not be lying. I feel I was like really upset at that time. I didn't know where my life was going. I just graduated high school. I had an, I had a degree, but I just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was, went back to another college to get another degree in something I had no idea I wanted to do. Blah, 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 blah. I was upset, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, you know, I just decided to go back to therapy Um, and I remember I was with this older white guy and he was trying to ask me about if I was gay. And I just remember saying like, no, I like, he was like, are you gay? And I was like, no. And I I left his office. I got in my car and I was just like, why the fuck did I just lie to that stranger? Like, why am I, why am I lying to myself? Because at that point I knew. I was like, why am I lying to myself to make this random stranger feel comfortable or, you know, whatever, to make myself feel comfortable? So I remember, like, maybe a couple of days later, I just decided to come out to my friends. And um, I called my friend, and he came over, my, my out friend. I really don't want to be saying people's names on here, but he know who he is, okay? And you know who he is if you know me, <laughs> but... So he came over to my job one day because I texted him all dramatic and I was like, hey, I need to talk to you. Can you come to my job? And he was like, yeah. And so he came and I remember like I was sitting in this car in the back of of my Thai restaurant job and I told him that I was gay and he was just like, he did like a little gasp. He's like, and then it was just like a sigh gasp and then like a I know gasp and then just like, you know, everything was fine. And, um. And that was, that's a big part of my coming out journey is comfortability. Um, Coming out to people, I need to be comfortable with them because, um, you know, like I said, being, being gay, being queer is a part of who I am. It's a part of what I deal with every day. You know, I, I'm able to see how people like me are treated uh, or people who love like me are treated every day and not just in this country, in this fucking world, like 
it's it's pretty it's pretty devastating so I'm just glad that I was able to be at a comfortable level where I was able to come out to the important people in my life and I mean even after after that my friendships got better um the people that I met like I didn't have to hide anything I was I was out and the thing the best thing about it was like I didn't have to tell people that I was out. Like, I was more comfortable in the fact that I was out, that people, you know, didn't, like, they assumed, but it's like, if they said something about it, I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm gay. Like, I've already done the work of coming out that bitch-ass closet, so yes, boo, I'm out the closet, yes. And, you know, that has able to open up doors for me to have better relationships, like, beginning better relationships, Um, which I... I have cherished and I love and I love the people that accept me um, and allow me to, you know, tell them my journey and my coming out story. And um, yeah, I guess that's that's really it at like this point. I mean, I'm 25 now, um, still gay. Um, I kind of like just identify as queer just because I think that it encompasses my blackness being different in this society as well as me being attracted to men being different in this society. Um, so yeah, I mean, I call myself queer, but you know, I'm attracted to men literally, unfortunately, I, Oh, who child, who child I'm attracted to men. Yes. Do I, am I really okay? Am I really chill about it right now? No, because men are garbage and I will stand by that a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm 25 single, really happy to be queer. Um, but I also know in this political climate, um, we're under attack. Um, mainly I, I wouldn't, I don't know. I just want to say that my entire community is under attack, especially when it comes to like my queer community, my LGBTQIA, um, family are under attack right now by not only this administration, but just by ignorance, um, I think that it's important to talk about coming out. I think it's important to put stories to faces of people that are being slaughtered. And that that is the appropriate word. We are being slaughtered in this society. I think that the people don't understand us. They don't want to understand us. They don't understand that we're people that feel. We're people that love. We're people that hurt. And I think that it's just really important to... Um, talk, definitely talk about it. I think it's really good to normalize it. Um, I think that we're living in a pretty good time now that we're able to have language for things and to understand ourselves more. And, um, that's, I'm, that's why I'm very proud to be queer because I think that there's just such an honesty and an authenticity when it comes to, um, us and, you know, us, understanding ourselves more and just like not shaming ourselves um because i think that that is a big thing for humanity is shame and shame by society and i you know i'm just i'm kind of i'm that's how i feel i'm very proud to be a queer person um it's very exhausting um but i mean at the same time i'm also a black person and that is an exhausting experience but i would literally never change it for anything in this world um because I just feel like you come from strength and that's something that you can always 
look back on when you're feeling down. And um, I've obviously been doing it a, at doing it a lot, reading about you know my trans women of color and lesbian ancestors who got me the rights and allowed me to learn from their pain and their hurt so that we can be better. We can be better within our own selves. I want to say like more in inside. We can love ourselves and be comfortable with ourselves. Um, but you know, we still have to change the world around us. But um, I guess I'll just, I think I'm just going to end this by saying that I love every single one of my LGBTQIA brothers and sisters and non-binary folks and whatever you identify on the spectrum, you'll always get a hug from me um, because I understand. I understand what we're going through right now. So, um, yeah, I just want to say keep your head up. We are a strong, resilient people, and we are here for a reason. So, yeah, that's that's going to be the end of my coming out story. Thanks for listening again. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Me, Myself, and um, especially the, this coming out episode. Um, you know, there was a time in my life when I was ashamed of my truth, and I'm just glad that I'm now able to be older and to be able to accept my truth and, you know, come around to loving my truth. Um, but thank you so much for listening again. Um, you know, millennial sign off, you like, subscribe, uh, repost, uh, reblog, Instagram story, Snapchat story, do whatever you want to do, do whatever you need to do. And also wait, okay. So I'm just going to end this by saying, do something for yourself today. Boom. I love you. Thanks for listening again. Bye.